we are glad that the Merrimans are here tonight. And I wish they could stick around and be here Sunday, but he's got to go. Got to go to Oklahoma and preach down there. And um, we understand that. But we're glad he's here tonight. And we want him to come. We want him to take his liberty. I want to hear the word of the Lord tonight. How about you? Is anybody hungry to hear from God? Amen, amen, amen. We want to give the preacher our undivided attention. I think my wife and I and brother Jared Hilton drove the furthest to get to church tonight. Ten hours on the road just to get here. So I don't think any of you outdid that tonight. Uh, But I'm going to get with the preacher. I'm going to give him my best tonight. Amen. To back him up and to help him. Preaching is not never was intended to be a one-man show. I've never planned for it to be that way. Preaching is not just telling you something. Man, preaching involves our response as much as it does anything else. And so we want to we wanna get with the preacher tonight. Amen. Brother Merriman, preach to me. God bless you. Take your liberty. Oh, praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. Amen. Good presence of the Holy Ghost here tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. It's good to be where God is. Amen. And I want to be where he's at. Hallelujah. Praise God. Pretty good chance he's going to show up to church. Amen. I don't want to miss a chance to show up to church. Praise God. Amen. This Tuesday night, I feel good in the Holy Ghost. Amen. I feel the spirit of revival. Amen. I do. I feel a positive vibe. (laughs) Amen. Here tonight. I feel good. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you much for the, amen, responding to the Holy Ghost. Amen. And to the Spirit of God. Amen. The consistency of that, amen, is the key. Amen. When we consistently can hear the voice of God and respond to His Word and and let Him speak to us, amen, and guide us and lead us, uh, we're going to do well in this world. Amen. Amen. When you can hear the Word of God and, and you don't stop your ears, Amen. The prophet spoke of a time would come and there would be a famine. Amen. Not a famine of food, if you will. Not a famine of in the land. Amen. As in those days where there was no rain and no water to to water the crops. And and so they would starve to death uh, physically because there was nothing to eat. Amen. But God said through the prophet, he said, there's going to come a day, amen, when there is a famine of the hearing of the word. Of the hearing of the word. Amen. And uh, I believe that was very specific that it was the hearing of the word. Amen. I believe that it's not that the word wouldn't come forth. Amen. But the famine was going to be those folks. I don't want to hear it. I don't hear it anymore. Amen. There was going to be a famine. Amen. The coming of the hearing of the word of God. Amen. And so we've got to be careful. Amen. We've got to be diligent. Amen that we can hear the voice of God. Why is it such an important thing for you to hear the Word of God? Why is it so important to come to the church? Why is it so important, amen, to live a life consistent, amen, coming to the house of God? Well, the Bible says that faith cometh by hearing. Interesting. Praise God. Amen. And hearing by the Word of the Lord. 
Hallelujah. We've got to have the word of God in our hearts. Amen. Got to have it in our ear. Amen. To get it into our heart. Praise the Lord. Amen. I love God's word. Feel the Holy Ghost. Feel like God placed the word upon my heart tonight. Amen. We're just going to have revival. Amen. I'm telling you, I believe church ought to help us. Amen. Church ought to change us. It ought to make us better. Amen. It ought to put something in us. Amen. Amen. And, and, And make us want to be different and make us want to change. Hallelujah. Amen. It's good to see, amen, the Butter family. Amen. Amen. It's good to see them here tonight. Amen. It's good to see Brother Mike as always. Amen. Love these folks so much. Amen. Just a bit of history. When we begin the church, I know you're standing. You look comfortable, so I figured you want to stay standing. Um, Hallelujah. And uh, uh, we began the church in in Gardner. Uh, Word got to Brother Mike, and uh, he was was living in Gardner and and, uh, had been praying about God sending a church for for years that God wanted, he wanted a church, and so we came, and Brother Mike was there on the very first service, and uh, he was a faithful man to the house of God, and uh, he was just a faithful man, love Brother Mike, and uh, but he had some some awesome friends that he knew, lived uh, just just right below him, either beside him across the street or something, and uh, was witnessing to him, and he well, he'll witness to, I tell you, Brother Mike will witness to a tree stump if he'll thinks it's listening amen he just wants people to come to church amen he does he does i his many times i was talking to so-and-so i was talking to so-and-so but um one day he said he said man he said, my neighbor adam he said wants a bible study and uh awesome well, let's do it and uh and so for for some months we spent teaching brother adam bible studies he was so quick to catch on it only took about nine months to get him to come to church. Praise God. <laughs> Stubborn old goat. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> uh, I tell you, I was so, you know, he got so excited when we began. He got so excited, he went back to the Baptist church. <laughs> oh, praise God. I love Brother He knows I'm picking on him. Amen. But uh, I'm telling you, God got in his heart. Amen. A love for the truth. And uh, I'm so thankful for them to be here. Amen. Amen. In the midst of transition, I will say to anyone that here is in the midst of transition, one of the most difficult times. Amen. Held a, uh, held a, held an elder. Heard an elder say, I didn't hold any elders. Heard an elder say, preach a message once. And uh, uh, was talking about just transition. Said they're meant to be completed. He said, but it's a challenging time. Just teaching, talking about how hard it is. And uh, it's, an, it's a time that uh, you're exposed. And so uh, in the midst of this, I'm just going to encourage Amen, Adam and his family, Brother Mike, y'all hang in there. Amen, you hang in there. This home for, this home, this is, these folks here love you guys. Amen, Bishop Riggin is, is, is a man that loves and cares for your soul. So you're not left alone. You just might not have a building at the moment. Amen, you got a home, you got a church family. So don't be a stranger in the house of the Lord. Praise God. Amen, amen. Well, who wants to go eat pizza? <laughs> who wants to hear the word of God? <laughs> we got one young man. Well, let's go. Praise God. Amen. It's revival time. Praise God. <laughs> I'll probably just preach. 
<laughs> Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. Amen. I'm just going to preach, I guess. Pizza's a good idea. Maybe we'll do that later sometime. Praise God. I love preaching. I love the Word of God. I love church. Amen. We ought to come to the house of God expecting something, excited about something. Hallelujah. I'm looking forward to it tonight. Hallelujah. You all know I'm going to cut up. I like to joke around, but I'm telling you, when I preach, amen, there's nothing. I'm telling you, it just, there's an intensity. I feel God deserves. Amen. There's an intensity we, we ought to bring to the table. Amen. There's something we ought to, we ought to give it just a little bit of time. I'm telling you, you can give God an hour or two of your time of intense time of prayer and worship. Hallelujah. We ought to come to God giving him our best. And, and tonight shouldn't be any different. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you have your Bibles, turn to the Psalms. Amen. Psalms chapter 139. Amen. Psalms chapter 139. I'm going to read verse number 7. Amen. Verse 12. Amen. Get just a minute. Psalm. Amen. Puss Psalms for some who don't. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Psalms 139, read verse number 7. Whither shall I go from thy spirit? Or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there also. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be a light about me. Yea, the darkness hideth not from thee, but the night shineth as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike unto thee. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Let's put our Bibles down and ask the Lord to help us tonight. Lord, we love you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, we love you, Jesus. Help us tonight. Lord, I pray that the word of God could come forth in this place. Lord, let the Holy Ghost fill this house tonight. Jesus, we need you in a mighty, mighty way. Lord, let the Holy Ghost come into this place. Lord, let there not be a famine of a hearing of God's word. But Lord, let us open our ears to hear it tonight. Jesus, we need the power. We need the anointing. We need the glory. Lord, this world is in trouble and we need your help. God, we need your anointing. We need you in this place. We need you in this house. Lord, we need your, your power to help us tonight. Anoint every soul in this church. Anoint our ears to hear. Anoint our hearts to receive it, God. Let the glory of the Holy Ghost minister to us tonight. Jesus, we love you so much. We love you so much. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. If you're going to shout me down, you can be seated. Praise God. Ah, praise God. Amen. Amen. As the psalmist says, whither shall I go from thy spirit? Where can I go? Amen. Brother Mike, he says, it's a rhetorical. Where in the world can I go where I can get away from the presence of God? Amen. Where can I go where your spirit can't go? 
Amen. Is there some place that I can go that God himself cannot follow or that he's not already there already? Amen. Amen. Where can I go from your spirit or where shall I flee from thy presence? You understand when, when even if you're running from God, you're still in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Even when you are distant, amen, in your life, you're still in the presence of God. Hallelujah. You only think you have gone far from the Lord. The distance is only in your mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, where can you go? You name a place. Hallelujah. Can you go to work? Can you go to school? Hallelujah. Amen. Can you go to the mountaintops? Amen. Can you go into the deepest, into the darkest valley? Amen. Can you mount up with wings? Can you take the wings of the morning, amen, as the eagle flies in the sky. Amen. I, I've been out and I've seen the, the, the bald eagles and I've seen, if you ever see eagles, where, where we live out in the, in the country, you see, man, the, the eagles that fly and, and uh, boy, they're way up there and they just kind of glide. I, it doesn't matter. As far away as they are, amen, you cannot get away from the presence of God. Hallelujah. You cannot get away from the presence of God. Of the Lord. I'm telling you tonight, the Lord is an ever-present help. Oh, I'm talking to, uh, I'm telling the Lord is an ever-present help in the time of need. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. I'm talking to somebody tonight. We need to get this. I believe, I'm telling you, I have, I'm convinced, amen, as, as I've asked the Lord, to, Lord, anoint, if you call me to evangelize, I'm not just going to preach. I want you to help me, to help every church that I go to. And I've learned along the way that God, amen, brings into my mind, amen, messages that just, that, that I believe God says, hey, there's a need here, and there's some things that are going to help you in the long term. And I'm telling you right now, amen, I believe that this is something we need to get a hold of. Amen. You cannot run from God. You can't get away from his presence. I don't care what kind of trouble you're in. Amen. He's nothing but a prayer away. He's nothing, amen, but a prayer of breath away, amen, from you tonight. He's an ever-present help. He's always there when you need it. Oh, hallelujah. He's an ever-present help in the time of need. Hallelujah. Amen. I think God has, has your number tonight. God has mine. Hallelujah. I'm preaching to me tonight. Amen. If you don't want to listen, well, that's fine. <laughs> I'll listen to myself because I need to hear this. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't tell me you don't go through situations in your life and you say, God in here. Oh, does God even hear me when I pray? Does God even have a clue where I'm at? Uh, I'm telling you, you've prayed and uh, you've talked to God. You fasted. You've done everything you're supposed to do. You've done it all. You've, you've been to church. Amen. You've talked to your pastor. I'm telling you, you've crossed every T and dotted every I. Amen. But you still have no answer from God. God, where are you? God, do you even care? God, do you even know where I am? Lord, uh, would you like my address once again? 
I can give you my address. I don't mind. I can give you my email address if that's, if that's your preference. I text, Lord. <laughs> Amen. You ever been there? Am I talking from my, from my only, maybe I'll just go in my own little corner and preach to myself. Amen. I'm trying to help you tonight. Where can you go? Amen. Where can you go from the presence of God? Hallelujah. I don't care where it is. I don't care what trial you're in. I don't care what giant you're facing. Amen. I don't, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Amen. Uh, uh, what you're up against. Hallelujah. Amen. God's there. Hallelujah. You can't run away from God. You can't get away from him. Hallelujah. Amen. Even there in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, if you're praying, if you're talking to God, amen, if you're doing everything you know to do, I'm telling you, God's there. Just keep on trusting him. Just keep on believing. Just keep on trusting in the Lord. He's never left you. He's never forsaken you. Hallelujah. The good the steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. Oh hallelujah. Hallelujah. Abraham, I've got a I've got a calling for you. Abraham, I want you to get out. Oh, what a calling. I have a promise for you. I want you to get out from where you are. I want you to leave your family. I want you to get out of your comfort zone. And I want you to go to a land where you are a stranger. And I'm gonna I'm gonna make your name great. And I'm gonna give you seed after you, and, and, and you're gonna be the father. Amen, of a great nation. But I'm telling you, you look in your Bible. As soon as Abraham left, not too many days, he ended up in a land of famine. Oh, God, I missed it. <laughs> I missed it. I tell you, I'm going back to the Ur of Chaldee, Chaldees. I'm going back to that because oh, I haven't heard from God in a while. He said to go, but now I'm in, I'm, in a, I'm in a drought. I'm in a famine. I'm in a dry spot. It must not be the right place. God must not be in this anymore. Well, at what point did God change his mind? At what point did God say, well, you know what? Uh, I got tired of helping you. I got tired of walking with you. Amen. I think sometimes God just says, hey, uh, I want you to go. Uh, and I want you to do this. Uh, and I want you to trust me. Uh, amen. And I'm telling you, our job is just to go forward. Uh, it's just to trust him. Uh, amen. I'm telling you, you're not away from God. Uh, he's an ever-present help. Uh, I'm telling you, if you fall, I'm telling you, he's going to show right up. Uh, I'm telling you. He'll take care of you. He'll never leave. He's right there with you every step of your life. Hallelujah. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care how bad your life is. God knows when you lay down your head at night. He knows when you lay down your head at night and you don't understand and know how tomorrow is going to work out. Amen. And he knows when uh, the bills are coming due. You don't have to. Uh, you don't have to say, "God, hello, take a look." Hello, where can you go? Where can you go from the presence of the Lord? Hallelujah, Amen. On the hilltop, is he there? <laughs> is he down in the valley? Hallelujah. 
I'm talking tonight, uh, amen, about where we're going to go. Amen. How, how can we get away from the presence of God? Amen. You can't get away from the presence of God. Amen. I was reading today, uh, uh, and, and, and bear with me, because this, this story, amen, in, uh, in 1 Kings, and uh, go back and read it, but just read 1 Kings chapter 19, or I'm sorry, 1 Kings chapter 20. Uh, very interesting, and I want, I want to show you something in this story. Amen. I want to tell you, God is the God no matter what. God is God no matter what. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on now. God's God no matter what you're going through. Hallelujah. God is the God of revival, even in a dry valley. He's the God of miracles. Amen. Even in the midst of sickness. Hallelujah. He's the God of prosperity, even in the face of coming bills coming due. He is the God no matter what. Amen. He is the God of life. Amen. Even in a dead situation. He is the God no matter what you're up against. Hallelujah. Amen. Your enemy wants you to believe. Amen. That you can find yourself in a position. Amen. That God can't reach you. And that you can't find him. Oh, hallelujah. Because if we ever get into a place where we don't think God can go. If we ever get into a situation where we think God can't hear. Oh, hallelujah. The devil's got us. Amen. He's got us in a perfect place. Because where are we going to turn? Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. You read, you read in, in 1 Kings chapter 20. Amen. You read about, uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing. You need to go read it. But I was, as I was going through, took some notes, uh, amen, about this, uh, this story. Uh, the king of Aram, which was Benadad, uh, and uh, he joined up with 32 other kings. That's a lot of kings. These are bad guys. Amen. And, uh, and they besieged Samaria, where Ahab Amen. Uh, the children of Israel. Amen. Ahab was a bad king. Amen. But he is still the king of the children of Israel. He was still the king of God's people. Amen. And um, he sent messengers. Uh, uh, you can read where he sends messengers to Ahab. And he says, I want your silver. I want your gold. I want your wives. And I want your children. And he's got, he's got 32 kings back in this That's a pretty tight spot. Amen. That's a pretty tight spot. You know what Ahab says? Uh, okay. You can have it. Well, he quit. He didn't even fight. He didn't even give it a chance. He didn't even say, well, you know what? Uh, I'm not going to take that. He just simply said, you know what? Okay, fine. If that's what you want. You can have the gold. You can have a silver. You can have our wives and our children. You read it. It's in there. Verse 2 and 3, or verse 4 is where he says, okay, hallelujah. Come on, we sometimes do the same thing when the enemy comes along. Amen, it says, you know what, I want, I want your peace of mind. Okay, I'll start worrying. Everybody fall asleep at the same time. <laughs> Praise God. It's revival, but I'm trying to talk to somebody here tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm telling you, we'll roll over and lay down and give up. It, it, just because, oh, the enemy said he wants this. <laughs> here. Here. Here's my peace of mind. Here's my faith. Here's my joy. Take it. I don't know where we're going to get the money. You're right, devil. Here. Oh, just take it. I'll sit and cry. I love Elder Johnson. 
uh, Bishop Johnson talked about. He's, he jokingly I, in the ladies' sessions at Admit, he uh, he says it uh, on Sister Johnson's uh, uh, gravestone. Um, that's a that's the easy word for epitaph. Um, I was trying to have an epitaph. I couldn't think of it. So on her gravestone, he said, I'm going to have put on there, why pray when you can worry? Of course, Bishop Johnson was joking because the tendency, amen, the tendency is to say, oh, what's going to happen? How's this going to work? I don't, it's, to, it's to start to worry. That's the tendency when the devil comes along and the enemy says, hey, I've got a situation that's going to be really tough and I want to take some things away. And we automatically assume, well, God can't, sure, here, go ahead. And we begin to worry and to fear and to doubt. Amen. Ahab said, okay. Well, you know what happened? Messengers came back and said, well, Ahab said, that's fine. We can get the gold. I was blown away as I read this. I thought, what, a, what in the world? You're a moron. Come take our gold. Come take our silver. Come take our, our children and our wives. And he said, okay. Come on. He surrendered so quick. You know what happened? He goes back, and uh, messengers go back, and uh, they tell Benadad, yep, Ahab said you can have it. Well, you read it in your Bible. But Benadad said, you know what? Huh, they're that easy of a pushover. You know what? I'm not going to be satisfied with that. You know what I want? You go back and you tell Ahab that we're going to come and we're going to walk around your city and we're going to take whatever we want is what we're going to do. We're just going to come. We're not just going to settle on gold and the silver and your wife. He said, we want your house. We're going to take your house. We want your, your camels. We're going to take, we want your sheep. He said, I don't care. We're just going to come take. We're going to see what we like and we're going to take it all if we want. He had a change. He said, you know what? That was too easy. Amen. Amen. Child of God. Amen. Don't make it too easy. Amen. For your enemy. Amen. To come into your life and say, hey, I just want this. I want your child. I want your marriage. I want your home. I want to take you out of the church. I want to take you south. I'm telling you. But Hinnadad said, hey, that was too easy. I want more than that. I'm telling you, the devil will always take everything and then some if you let him it's in your Bible go back and read it hallelujah so what did Ahab do verse number 7 Ahab called the elders he said now what do we do he said man I thought I was going to get rid of these guys I, I didn't mind losing a little gold I didn't mind losing some silver I didn't mind Losing my children, I definitely didn't mind losing my wife. I'm talking about Ahab. What are you all laughing at? But now what do I do? Are you going to come take it all now? So he goes to the elders and says, hey, I'm gonna, uh, I don't know what to do. Uh, uh, we're in a fix. Amen. And you know what the elders said? No way. No, we're not giving up that easy. We're not, we're not going to give in. Amen. You know what? Uh, uh, tell them uh, we're going to give to them. Um, 
What we were going to give to them was all we were going to give them. But you've gone too far. The elders said, huh, we're taking a stand. He said, Ahab, no, no, no. We're, 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 this ain't going to end this way. He said, we're going to take a stand. Amen. And you know what? The message went back to Behenadab. And he said, he got mad. He got angry. He said, listen, uh, now you all messed up. He said, I was just going to come take it and leave you alone. But now what I'm going to do is I'm going to come and I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill your children. I'm going to kill you. I'm telling you. Amen. They were in a fix. They had Behenadad and behind him 32 kings and 32 kingdoms. Amen. There was a lot of folks. Amen. That was going to come in. Oh, hallelujah. In verse number 11, amen. The king of Israel answered and said, tell him, let not him that girdeth on his harness Boast himself as he had putteth it off. You know what he said? Don't count your chickens before they hatch. He says, because we got something you all ain't got. Hallelujah. Ahab had gotten kind of a, an understanding. The elders, I think, had a conversation and said, we ain't going to let them come in here. We got God on our side. You go back and tell him, hey, you want to fight? Uh, we're ready for a fight. Uh, and, and Ahab said, listen, uh, he said, you, you're boasting like somebody, uh, amen, who's already taken off their victory garment uh, or, or taken off their battle garment like they've already won. Uh, he said, you better, you better be careful, hey, old enemy. Uh, but and dad, you better watch out, uh, amen, because, uh, amen, we got a God on our side. Uh, amen, we got a God fighting for us. Uh, amen, we're the children of God. Uh, hallelujah. Amen, I tell you, amen, what would happen uh, Amen. But somebody would square back their shoulders. Uh, amen. And tell their enemy, uh, hey, devil, uh, hey, why don't you, uh, uh, why don't you stop boasting about what you're going to do to me? Uh, amen. Let me explain to you what I'm going to do to you. Uh, how about you uh, stop boasting about the victory? Uh, amen. Before the fights even begin. Uh, oh, hallelujah. Amen. A child of God. Amen. Before he tells us uh, and says, hey, uh, revival's over. It's done. Oh, there's no way. Oh, no, no. Why don't you, devil, uh, before you start boasting before the battles be ever begun you better watch out amen because we've got a god on our side where are we gonna go where he isn't how can we go anywhere i'm telling you we've got a god on our side we got a god amen that is for us if god be for us who who can be against us Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You understand what I'm talking about here tonight? Hallelujah. It didn't matter how big that enemy was. He said, listen, you better watch it, big boy. You better stop boasting. Amen. Because uh, we got a God here. Amen. Well, in verse 12, we read, Benadad and the 32 kings, they set the battle in array. And they come out to fight. Amen. The prophet. Amen. The prophet, the man of God, comes to Ahab. Amen. And God said, I will deliver your enemy into your hand. He said, and you will know that I am the Lord in the hills. Because the, where they were, where Samaria was, amen, was on the hillside. Amen. It was in the hill country. Amen. And the prophet said, listen, 
I know they're coming against you. I know you can look across and see. But listen, I'm here to tell you, God's going to deliver them into your hands. And I'm going to do it so that you know that I am the God, amen, of the hills. I want you to understand where you're at. I want you to know right here and right now, I can take care of this devil. I can take care of this enemy. I can take care of what's facing you today. And it's going to happen. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. They're fighting hell and they're fighting devils. Amen. And they have in verse 14. This is where it gets comical. He said, well, uh, who's going to fight? And the prophet said, well, the men in your army. And he said, okay, well, who's going to start the fight? And the prophet looked at him and said, you are. What? I'm starting this fight. I'm going to get this thing going. Yes. He looked, the prophet looked at Ahab and said, listen, you're going to win and you're going to start the battle. Come on. Is somebody ready to start picking a fight with the devil? That's what God was saying. Hey, you're going to win, but you're going to have to go and pick a fight with the devil. <laughs> you're, going to have, you're going to win, but you're going to have to go and take this to him. You're going to have to start this thing. You're going to have to poke him in the eye and say, hey, look who I got behind me. Amen. You might have 32 kings, but I have the king of kings. Oh, hallelujah. I got the one that trumps everybody. Hallelujah. I'm going to start something that devil you can't finish. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, come on. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, ah, where can you go? It's on the battlefield. God will show up. It's in front of ah, thousands and thousands of the enemy troops. Oh, but God's going to be right there to back you up. Amen. And to fight that battle. Oh, hallelujah. 232 princes to lead the fight and 7,000 foot soldiers. 7,232 Amen. Fighting men is what Ahab had. Hallelujah. Verse 17, you read that the young men went out. Amen. And they slew everybody. Amen. They just, they just cleaned house. Amen. The Syrians fled. Israel pursued. And Israel had a great victory that day. Hallelujah. And so they had victory. And that's awesome. God showed up. God said, listen, I'm going to give you victory to show you I'm God. I'm going to give you victory, amen, to show you that no matter what enemy comes against you, no matter what situation, that I'm the God of the hill country. Hallelujah. Amen. Today, I think, uh, amen, somebody's got to square back their shoulders and get this revelation. Uh, amen. Where can you go? Uh, amen. Where can you go uh, away from this presence of God? Uh, hallelujah. God's right there with you. Uh, amen. He's going before you. Uh, hallelujah. He's fighting your battles for you. Hallelujah. You read verse 22. I'm, I'm, I'm working my way, getting, getting to a point here. Amen. So they win the battle. Verse 22. The prophet comes back and says, let's just read verse number 22. It says, the prophet came to king of Israel and said unto him, Go, strengthen thyself and mark. He said, take note. He said, see that thou doest. For at the return of the year, the king of Syria will come up against thee. He said, within the year, your enemy's coming back. I want you to take note, and I want you to get ready. He said, you've just dotted his eye. You've, just, you've put him on the run. But understand, within the year, 
you mark it, within the year, he's coming back. And he's not going to be happy. He said, so you better prepare in the downtime. You better be getting ready and understand you got, to, you got a period of time that I'm going to get you ready for this next battle. Amen. I showed you once that I was the king, but I'm telling you, I'm letting you know ahead of time, I'm going to give you, you're going to have to get ready. Amen. Expect it. Hallelujah. Expect that that Syrian or or that Behenadad and his army are coming back. Amen. For another fight. Hallelujah. You started the last one. Amen. But he's coming back and he's going to pick a fight with you and you better be ready for it. Oh, hallelujah, child of God. Amen. You're in the army of the living God. Amen. You're going to have ups and downs. You're going to have good days and bad days. Amen. You're going to have to fight some battles and mark it down. Amen. As soon as you put, amen, a black eye on your enemy, you mark it down. He's going to be back. You mark it down. He's coming back for round two. I'm telling you, he isn't satisfied. Amen. He's not dead. Amen. He's going to come back and fight you again mark it down he's coming back so in verse 23 the servants of the king of Syria said unto him their gods listen the servants of the king of Syria this is what they said to Behenadad he said listen as they were coming back to fight here they figured out what the problem was they figured out why they lost the first time okay So the servants came to the king. Amen. Follow with me here. Amen. This evening. Uh, And he said, listen, here's where they, um, here's where they won. And this is why they won. He says, their gods, talking about Israel's gods, they're gods of the hills. Therefore, they were stronger than we. He says, but let us fight against them in the plain or the other word to say there is in the valley. And surely we shall be stronger than they. Mm. 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 Isn't that just like the devil? Hallelujah. Amen. When we're on the hilltop, boy, we come out swinging and fighting. Man, come out on revival Sunday night and thinking on these things and how good God is and power, all kinds of awesome revival just happening in life and things are going well amen but the devil comes along and says uh, you know what Uh, I think I know what the problem was I think I know why we lost Uh, amen because uh, they were on the hilltop they were on the mountaintop and their God is only the God when they're on the mountain their God is only God when they're on the peak of the mountaintop when things are going all right amen there's a military strategy that says amen to take the high country to take the to take the hill amen because that's in a better position militarily amen and Israel was in a hill position and they were in a position that was much better amen than uh, their enemy and so they got in and said you know what here's what we've got to do we will have victory amen if we could find some way amen to bring them out and lure them out into the valley because their God is only the God on the hilltop oh hallelujah their God is only their God their God is only present amen their God is only a help amen when things are going okay amen their God is only amen they only call upon their God they only have strength in their God when they're on the mountaintop when life is 
cruising just fine. And so here's what we got to do. We got to bring them down into the valley because their God doesn't show up in the valley. Their God doesn't come when they're down and out. Their God doesn't come when there's no money in the bank. Their God doesn't, they don't call upon their God. Amen. When things are going bad, they don't call upon, you understand? Is anybody here tonight? Amen. Not on the hilltop. Is anybody here tonight that life just has you down in the valley? I'm telling you, the mark it down. The enemy has said, you know what we're going to do? Let's wait till they get down the valley. Let's wait till they get to a low place. Let's wait till their, their faith is low. Let's wait till they just can't get their head up and get to church. That's when we're going to come. That's when we're going to attack. Because they're not a God. Is only the God of the hill. Their God is not a God of the valley. Oh, hallelujah. God's trying to help somebody here tonight. God wants to help you here tonight. Amen. They said, hey, 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 he's only a God on the mountaintop. We can be stronger than them. We'll get them into the valley. Oh, help us tonight. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Verse 26, it came to pass at the return of the year. Behenadad numbered the Syrians and went to Aphek and fight against to fight against Israel. Hallelujah. And Israel was numbered 7,000. Well, listen, let's read what Israel were numbered, which acts 7,232, and were all present. And they went against them. And the children of Israel pitched before them like two little flocks of kids. Or of goats. But the Syrians filled the country. He said, listen. There's 7,200. But it's like two little flocks of goats. Compared to all these Syrians filling the country. I'm telling you. Mark it down. The devil's coming back. Mark it down. The devil doesn't like to lose. (laughs) Mark it down. The devil doesn't like to lose. Amen. Amen. He came and filled the country. Oh, he said, listen, we're going to win this one. Amen. And the people of God, amen, were just like a couple flocks of goats. No threat. No strength. Who couldn't kill a couple flocks of goats? Hallelujah. Who couldn't take down, amen, a couple flocks Hallelujah of goats. Verse 28. There came a man of God and spake unto the king of Israel and said, Thus saith the Lord, because the Syrians have said the Lord is God of the hills, but he is not God of the valleys. Therefore will I deliver all this great multitude into thine hand, and you shall know that I am the Lord. You know what the man of God came and said? Your enemy is looking at you and is saying, listen, they only trust God when things are going right. And your God only shows up when things are going well. And you can only, he, he only cares about bringing victory when things are on the mountaintop and things are high and flying, flying high. He says, but because your enemy doesn't realize that he's not only the God of the mountains and the God of the hills, but the enemy doesn't realize that for you, he's also the God of the valley. 
It's because of that you're going to have great victory. Oh, oh, shotorobo sondarikatalalabasata. Oh, help us here tonight. Hallelujah. Somebody understand. I don't know what valley you're in. Hallelujah. But the devil doesn't realize, amen, that you don't just call upon him when things are going good. Amen. But you have also a God, amen, that you call upon in the valley. Hallelujah. When you're struggling, oh, I'm not leaving him. Oh, I'm not walking away from God. Oh, amen. Job, what are you going to do? You've lost it all. You've lost your wealth. You've lost your health. You've lost your family. You've lost it all. You're in the bottom. You're in the deep, dark valley. Why don't you curse God? Because he's only blessed us when we're on the mountaintop. Oh, but Job, he reached down within him and said, Woman, you talk foolish. Amen. I've come into this world naked. I will leave naked, but I will not curse my God. Amen. I'm trusting him in the valley just as much as I trust him on the hills. Oh, somebody get a revelation. Amen that he is also the God of the valley. He is also the God of the valley. He'll show up even in the darkest days of your life. He's still God. Where can you go from his presence? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Musicians would come. I'm coming to a close. Hallelujah. God, hallelujah, wants to restore somebody's strength in the valley tonight. God wants to restore your trust and faith in him in your valley tonight. Oh, God, help us, Lord. Hallelujah. And they pitched one over against the other for seven days. And so it was that in the seventh day, The battle started. And the children of Israel slew. I love this. 7,200, what is it? 7,232 men. They slew the Syrians. 100,000 footmen in one day. he's not just the God of the hills because he's also the God of the valley come on the devil has had too much liberty in the valley the devil has been given too much okay fine take it no 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 he's the God of the valley just as well as he is the God of the, the hilltop Oh, come on, if we can get a hold of this. Uh, amen. We'll stop going from victory to valley, to, to, to defeat, uh, from victory to defeat. Uh, oh, hallelujah. If we can go to the next hilltop, uh, amen, then go into the next valley uh, and continuously have victory, no matter if we're on the hilltop uh, or in the valley. Uh, amen. God's wanting to bring revival. Amen. But you've got to understand, uh, just because you walk through the valley uh, of the shadow of death, uh, amen, just because uh, we're faced, I'm telling you, you mark it down there's this revival we're having and God's done some good things but mark it down the devil's coming back the devil's gonna fight you the devil's gonna put dissension among you and somebody else the devil's gonna find some way 
to distract and to defeat and to destroy and to bring you into a valley. But if this church, if you can ever get the revelation that he's not just the God of the hills, but he is the God of the valley. Oh, a hundred thousand in one day. Verse 30 says, but the rest of the footmen, they fled to Aphek into the city. Well, some of the enemy got away. But you know what? We, we, we fought a lot. We fought a lot of devils. Boy, we fought a lot of enemies. Some of them got away. But the God, the valley, when he wins a victory, he does it complete. He brings complete victory. He does it in a, He does it complete. Amen. There's, there, there's no enemy that's going to get away. Hallelujah. When the children of Israel crossed that Red Sea and those, uh, uh, those Egyptians that had been their plague, that had been their plague for 400 years, amen, and plus, amen, and God delivered them and He parts the Red Sea, amen, there was a wall of water on one side and a wall of water on the other side, amen. Can you picture what they're walking through, amen, at the very bottom and the depth of the sea? See, God had prepared them a valley of victory. It was through the victory, the valley, that God brought the greatest victory. Because when he came to the other side of the Red Sea, the Lord told Moses, said, stand still. Hey, I brought you through all this. Stand still and watch what I'm going to do now. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. For this enemy that you see today, you will see again no more forever. I'm telling you, when God does something, and God has a rings of victory into the valley, God brings complete victory. God brings complete deliverance. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. I'm telling you, because when this, the Israelites uh, slew a hundred thousand men, and there were some men that fled, God knew. God's, God's eyes. He was right there in the midst. He saw them flee. He knew where they were going. And he had a plan in place. Because there, oh, just listen. Because there, a wall of the city fell down upon 20 and 7,000 men that were left. God took care of the remaining 27,000. But you understand that wall? That wall, I have to believe, was a wall that had been... God knew exactly which wall was getting ready to fall. You understand what I'm saying? It was dilapidated. It was war. You know, they needed to do some work. And the enemy went to a place that was not secure. And God let them say, hey, I want you to... I know that He knew the time, the place, the date. And it's going to happen, and that wall is going to fall. I just have to believe. The Bible doesn't say, I just have to believe God knew. Hey, that one's going to fall this date and time. And that's when it's going to happen. 
Well, just when you think your enemy got away, oh man, now what? No, this God, 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 you, you, I thought we had him. Give God a chance to be God. Give God a chance to be God in the valley. Hallelujah. Because them 27,000 that fled into Aphek, hallelujah, they thought they were, they were hiding along the wall. And God, uh, uh, he waited till all 27 showed up. And then God just went, and a wall fell. And all 27, all that were left, every one of them that were left, died when that wall fell. Now listen, tonight, I want you to understand that God is not just the God of the hills. Why don't we stand together tonight? Hallelujah. He's not just the God of the hills. He's not just the God that when, when, when money's in the, in, the, in, the, in the bank, rubber meets the road always somewhere, right? When, when your marriage is going well, when there's peace in your home, peace on the job, when all things are going good, whenever your bills are paid, when you're, you know, all those things are, when everything, your health is well, all that stuff, it's easy to come to church and worship when everyone at church is on fire and there's revival in the air. It's easy to come when it's, man, we're woo, flying high, we're having revival. It's easy to come, amen, and, 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 and to worship God on the hill. He is the God of the hills. He is the God Amen. When things are going well. Hallelujah. Amen. But God, amen, brings us to valleys many times. Amen. To prove to us. It says, I am also the God of the valley. I am also the God. When you pray and you don't think you're getting an answer. When you pray and you really don't know what tomorrow holds. When you pray, amen, and you still have the back pain or you still have the situation that you're facing. Amen. And Psalms 23 and 4 says, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, amen, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Hallelujah. Amen. The 23rd Psalm, I, 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 I read this book a year ago, but we're reading it for, uh, for minister's class through with Elder Howard, and it's been re- refreshing to go back through this book and read. Amen. But this psalm is written from the sheep's perspective. It says, he said, listen, uh, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, this is the shepherd's psalm. If you understand, amen, what's going on here, there's a transition in the 23rd psalm through the seasons of time. Amen. In the wintertime, they're, they're at rest and, and they're pinned up, but there comes springtime. Amen. Uh, and as they transition, the shepherds transition the, the sheep into the hill country. You understand? Where, where it's cooler and the grass is there. It's not as hot. And they can handle the cooler weather. It's better for the sheep. They do well off. And the shepherd has led them to that. But you understand. Amen. The way that you get there. The way that the shepherd leads his sheep. Amen. To those hilltop places where the, the coolness is and the, and the grass is. Amen. There, there are deep ravines. Amen. Coming off the side of the mountain. Amen. And the shepherd must uh, uh, navigate his sheep through those valleys, which are the only access to get to the hilltop. But why do I have to go through this? Why, God, do I have to go through this? 
Why, God, do I have to face this trial? Why do I have to feel just worry and pain and hurt? Why do I? I Because the Lord, your shepherd, is leading you in the valley to that hilltop where you're going to be able to graze and he's going to take care of you. And all things are going to be well. Sheep don't understand the valley, but the shepherd does. He understands this is the only way to get us to where we need to go. Because if we stay down, it's going to be hot. Insects are going to be there. It's going to be difficult. But if we could just get to the top of this mountain where I've prepared a table, not a physical table where we're sitting, but the, the shepherd would prepare a flat area. He would go and prepare an area, digging out the stones and digging out the roots and digging and prepare the area so that when he brought his sheep up to the table, to the flat, grassy area, where there's no fence and there's no nothing around in that table in the presence of the wolves in the presence of bears in the presence of predators in the presence of their enemies the shepherd would lead their sheep through the valley to a to a place of refuge in a place where they can graze in a place where they don't realize it but the shepherd is is, is protecting them. And they lie down in green pastures in the presence. I'm talking tonight. God is the God of the valley. God is the God. Tonight, uh, I just have to believe. Uh, amen. Whether there's one or two people in this sanctuary tonight, somebody just might be in a valley place. But God wants you to know He's not just the God of the hills. He's not just the God of the hills. What you feel in the struggle you might see, in the church, amen, it is a work of the devil's mad. He's angry. Amen. Don't, don't, just don't do like Ahab said. Fine, come take anyone. Come, fine, you can have my family. Fine. No, 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 no. I'm telling you today, don't you dare let the devil come take your family. Don't you dare let the devil have your gold. Don't you dare let the devil have the silver and your wife and your children and your family. Hallelujah. Isn't there a cause worth fighting for tonight? Amen. Saying, you know what? I might not be on the hill, but I'm going to fight in the valley. I'm going to trust him in the valley. I'm going to give it all I got. Amen. And God's going to make sure that every devil, every enemy knows that he's not just the God of the hills. He's the God of the valley. Hallelujah. Why don't we close our eyes here tonight? Amen. I'm going to open these altars. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're gonna, you need, somebody needs to come and spend some time in prayer. Hallelujah. You need to get your head up. Amen. Look under the hills from where your help comes from. Get your, get your eyes upon the hill because you're coming out of the valley. You're going to come out of the valley. You're going to come out of that dark place. You're going to come out of that place. I'm here to promise you tonight. God is with you. Even in the valley. Oh, hallelujah. Come on. We need to get a hold of this. Hallelujah. If you're not in the valley, mark my word. It's coming. Mark my word. It's coming. And you better connect with the God of the valley. Hallelujah. Amen. Why don't we all come tonight? Oh, hallelujah. Why don't we all come tonight? Amen. We need to, we need to learn to pray with one another. We need to take some time. Because in the valley, ain't nothing better than brother with brother holding hands, holding arms, praying with one another. 
We can't fight the battles alone. We can't fight these devils alone. Come on, go to find somebody. Come on, let's pray. We got to be strong as a church. We got to be strong as a body. If God, if the devil can separate us, he can divide us and conquer us. Oh, come on, come on. Somebody needs your help praying with them tonight. Somebody needs your help. Somebody needs to know you're on their side. Somebody needs to know I'm with you. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to pray with you. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. Tomorrow's going to be better. The next day's going to be even better. You're going to get out of this valley. You're going to get out. Uh, amen. In the middle of it, I want you to know that God is in there. He's with you.